Okay, we go. Yes, we back. <laughs> yes, we are. What's right. up, everybody? Thank y'all for listening. I already know what this is. Uh, this is Blast Cassette. You already know I'm one of your hosts on this side of the table. It is John Richard. And Psych Posse, everybody. And I'm on the other side. It's your girl, Egyptia. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start the week off with, you know, a long discussion about reparations and all this extra stuff in the coonery of some brothers online. <laughs> I think I think what, what, what people understand is that we already did an episode that's similar to this. You know, if you follow us on Facebook, you kind of see where we broadcast this specific episode. But we have to redo this episode. Um, there was a video that came out um, with, with two guys. I, I mean, I think they're black. Well, we could say they're mixed. Yeah, they're biracial. Okay. And so they said they said a couple of things that we have to discuss. We have to break everything apart piece by piece. Yes, which is I wish we could have had the recording, but that video was looking kind of long though. That so. was that was a, a super long video. Yeah. Um but it, it was something that's that's true to to my heart. It's true to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, a lot of people are making mockery of it. You know, it's joking, and you know, we need and it has to be addressed. You have to bring these people to the front of the congregation. You know, and so the topic of hand was slave reparations. Should black people today receive reparations um, from slavery? All right, and so a lot of people, you know, are two sided with this argument. Um, I start with opposition. Opposition is that because it was so long ago that black people should not receive reparations today, right? It would do nothing for the economy. It wouldn't better anything. That a lot of black people now are using the slave reparation things to to receive free money so they won't have to work, right? And not only that, they won't have to work. Is that it's a buying tool for the Democratic Party to win the election, uh-huh. right? Now, because of you know the the, the, the reparations, um, a lot of white people are agreeing with this, you know the opposition that we should not give African Americans reparations, right? Because if we did, we have the United States have to pay out what one point two trillion dollars. Trillions and billions of dollars. So this is what is important. It comes down to money, right? Economics. And I I understand. So there's these brothers, the Hodges brothers, right? So you probably (laughs) Hold on, I got somebody who wanna debate this wanna get on on the show. I mean let's see if you can find them. Let's see. Let's see this man. This is crazy, but I'm I'm cool with this. Um so yeah, so they want you know because because of the the long sum of money, right? The idea of of giving out reparations for a lot of people is crazy, right? So we got Jamel Butler just called in. I guess he just buzzed in. Let me see if I can put my stuff up. People can hear. Go ahead, man. Yeah, it could be your service, man. What's up, man? 
Jamel Butler. Okay, so I, I, so what, so what do you think about the reparations? You going in and out, man? <laughs> this guy is going in and out. Yeah, for uh, real. The caller, the caller is going in and out. All right. <laughs> All right. So what's so what's your take on it, man? Right now is that it's past the uh, limitations, time limitations, so for us to even ask for reparations. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so I'll, I'll make I'll make sure I'm getting it's this right. Time limitations because really it should have been a generation before us. Mm -hmm. The generation before the generation before us that asked for that because the effect that that caused. Yeah, we never see we'll never see compen uh, compensation for what we really think we deserve. So with that being said, the extra reparations, right? And to see that we're supposedly already ended, how do you think they can pay us reparation, right? When they would have to pay reparations to every minority out there because it's the same thing. It's just our story is being more taught about over here because we're here in this present, in this reality, but it's still going on right now around the world. So I think something that I've realized with a lot of black people we we make our struggles so minute compared to other people. The United States gave reparations to the Japanese, correct? They gave them to the to to the Jews as well, right? That's correct. The Native Americans have their reservations. They're known for having casinos and things of that nature, right? So why is it that we feel like it's okay for those races to have? some sort of reparations in the United States, but not us. Because they receive benefits from what their ancestors went through, correct? That's so, right. And it's elevated the new generation, the generation that is in 2019 right now. So why is it that we're turning a blind eye and we're comfortable with other races getting those reparations and they're getting those, those um, finances you know, on the back of black people, on the back of our ancestors that were slaves on, in this country. So that's something that I really want. Black people that are against reparations, they really need to think about that. Because we make the things that we have gone through and continue to go through so minute compared to other minorities. May I interject, please? Yeah, go ahead. You have this floor. Oh, 
to do that. Now we're so discombobulated as a race that we can't even come together to form formulate the right process of going about it to learn the law and realize that we deserve that. So we can't even come together to agree on, on simple topics. You see, let me, let me put a pause on that right there. All right, let me put a pause on that because what, what you just you just kind of Kanye West the whole topic. Okay, you kind of Kanye West. The uh, re- reason why I'm saying you kind of Kanye West it is because you went on saying that we allowed it. Did you know, right? None of these other races was fighting for. We were fighting for a right to be called human beings. Exactly. There's no, there is no thing that said we allowed it. That's like saying we allowed slavery. We did not allow slavery. That's why it's called slavery. It, it's not. It's not called us being. All right, so that's so you can't say it was allowed. We allowed that when it was forced. It's, it's two different arguments. The thing is, what we what what black people are arguing about safety reparations is that the cause of it, right? The aftermath. When we're talking about the aftermath, we're talking about this, right? You said it didn't, it didn't affect you, right? Didn't affect our generation. But what we do know is that. But you see, you can't. It doesn't matter. All right, let me ask you a question. All right, this and this, everybody, you know, if you use a condom in sex, right, right, what is the sex? It prevents how many? How much percent of diseases? Ninety-seven percent, right? Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Does it prevent the whole hundred percent of diseases? No, it does not. No. So, is there a possibility you may get something? Yes. All right. So the things that you may get may be the strongest ones, right? That yeah. the condom doesn't prevent. That's what that's what reparations. That's what slavery did, right? And after that was the Jim Crow's. What we had yeah. was grandparents, people, grandparents today, right, had to drop out of school in the second, third grade, third grade. to put food on the table. But if they parents, but but if they parents, if they grandparents got their reparations, were able to 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 get that, let's say forty acres in the mule, they were able to get their land and get their little uh, mule, right? So now that created generational wealth. Being that at that time, listen, hear me out. Being at that time, agriculture was at its peak. Was at its peak. Everybody was farming, but as soon as Slavery ended. We began. A lot of black people. Like I can't say we, because my people was not in the United States, right? We was right, in Trinidad. Right. So exactly. a lot of black people, family, began to sharecropping. They wasn't owning that land. They wasn't receiving the full wealth of that land. So when you when we say and when you receive the most wealth of that land, guess what happens? It trickles down. Today in South Carolina. Right, they still have plantations that's open making money, right or wrong. Absolutely. All right, when you go to jail, when you go to jail, right, there's times that you can work on a tobacco plant in the south, factual. And those same plants were owned by the same family from years ago, damn it, the slavery years. Facts. So, this is what this is why we talk about reparations. This is why I'm saying. Black people gotta deserve it because of generational wealth. What that what what they did after slavery went to Jim Crow, right? The schools, black schools, was highly underfunded, right? And that, that's my argument. Is what you pointed out. 
relationships that it should have been given to our grandparents. But I'm but I'm saying, because listen, hear me out. We, we, how can we create that generation of wealth now? Because at that time, because at that time, guess what happened at that time? At that time, they were Jim Crow. You would go to the government and you would end up getting lynched. Exactly. That's that. That what was going on. You will go. You will go to the government and end up getting lynched. Exactly. When Once when forgetting okay. forget okay. the struggles okay. of the ancestors. Not only that, not not we're not going past. This the thing is this. We're not going through generations. We're not going for you. We're going to your grandparents. Yes. Think about this, Stark. The civil rights movement was, was big, right? Because it ended Jim Crow, right? But what really ended Jim Crow? What really ended the whole thing? Martin Luther King would go to Lyndon Johnson's office, right? In the White House. And he would say, look, we need to end this. Lyndon Johnson was like, I, 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 I feel you, but I can't do it. So nothing was being passed until this. Until a group of white um, teenagers, well, college students got on that bus and drew, was driving down to Selma to protest. And when that bus blew up, caught on fire, and those white kids died, that's when America paid attention. And that's why we saying, you saying like, look, well, if they should have said something, then how? When they was, the government wasn't listening. They didn't have that open ear as they do now. Our, your grandparents, our grandparents didn't have the same voice. That's, and that's, that's reality. The reality is this. The reality was if you would have spoke out against the government at that time, you were going to die. You don't believe me, Martin Luther King. You don't believe me, Marcus Garvey. You don't believe me, Malcolm X. You don't believe me, Mega Everest. And the list goes on. Even to this day, you don't believe us, Sandra Bland. You don't believe us. Look at the people dying in Ferguson. The protesters in Ferguson mysteriously dies. That's that's the point. The point is this. The point is why reparations are important is because we look at the past, right? And because of the past, we're not in the place where we need to be. If we if if all the slaves, right, that were free, got their 40 acres in the mule, right? All of them got it. If, right? Guess it. That's what I'm saying. We're, it wouldn't have been us renting a lot of land, right? Most of the majority of our people would be owning land. Yeah. Owning land. That's the that's the argument. The argument said, well, and then the Hodges twins said, well, you know what I'm saying? Look at us. We're in the best country in the world. No, the fuck we're And that's the argument. The argument was... We're not. We're, not. we're actually not. America never fulfilled its potential because it was only biased to a certain group of people. You see that in the history of, of this country. Like, it can never say America was great when it never looked at everybody as equal. Until that point, we can never consider this the greatest country because we still look at as people as separated. We're not together on that one accord. We're not all Americans. We're either African-American, white American, or other. You see what I'm saying? Until we take away that, we'll never be considered a country because it's not unity. When you look at Europeans, you look at Europeans. You know, you might be from East Europe, West Europe, North Europe, but you're still Europeans. You get what I'm saying? Because, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining the reason for that, right? The reason for that is not what you think. It's not that people are coming together. That's not the reason. The reason is because people in the European, guess what they say? They do separate each one. We look at the World War II, right? We look at it was the French and which other side of the French sided with, sided with Germany? The Vinci French, right? 
So, so the delusion that it was never, it was always, oh, just Europe. No, it was never that. American template came from somebody. And I think people fail to understand that. The template didn't come from just America itself. The template came from the people who, who, um, who birthed America, right? Exactly. It was, you know, the Europeans. That's where America got its stuff from. And I think we have, we have to look at it like that. We have to look at it just like that. Let me, let me give you an example, right? And and Raina already said it earlier, right? Uh-huh. So, United States, right? When is, the, when, when is everybody was when's the right time for reparations, right? So, war reparations, right, were made to to uh, the San Francisco Peace Treaty with Japan in 1951. Okay, which include reparations amounting to the U.S. five hundred and fifty million, right? Which is one hundred and ninety-eight billion yen. In nineteen fifty-six, were made to the Philippines, right? And another and thirty-nine million went to Vietnam, right? Payment to the National Committee of the Red Court of the Red Cross uh, to compensate prisoners. Right, and this was in 1956, uh, 1951. All right, and in at that time, black people we couldn't go to our government and say we need our money, Jack. Exactly. This is why it's important. People talk so about. My question now is, what amount do you think is fair because of the time? The time that it takes us to receive, even if we do or don't receive it, the time it's so much time since the last person. Since the last race that was affected by our government receives reparation, what should our amount be? Can trillions. They the amount that they owe us? Trillions. Yeah, those trillions. trillions. What was it? The 1.7 trillion? It should be trillions. It should be trillions. Can America, at the economy rate right now, afford to pay that to us? Huh? You say with the economy that we have, I mean, uh, somehow, some way, somehow, we found we find the funds to fund the military because it was taken away from the education. Um, some way, somehow, we always know how to push money, right? So why not demand the government to know how to move money around for black people? Because the government chooses. The, the thing is this: all right, is that America chooses where the money will go. What's important to America, not black America, right? They said the whole America. You know, black people don't count in that, right? So what's important is this. What's important is that we bail out the bankers. We bail them out. And guess what? Guess what Wells Fargo ended up doing? Closing a lot of banks. Guess what Bank of America started doing? Closing a lot of banks. Closing. We bailed out the motor companies. Guess what Ford did? Closed a lot of plants. So this this is the thing that we constantly have going on. So the question is that the idea is this: when is the right time? When we go get this money from America? Picks and choose who to get their money to. Pick and choose. Is that a lot of black people were not included into this? We're not included. We're always sectioning it off. And for us to be like, you know what? Hmm, let's think about it. I don't think we should get it today. Why today? Because today's the only time we had a voice. Uh-huh. Today's the only time black people had a fucking voice. I don't give two fucks what any other race can say. Do you think I, do you think I should 
our voices as powerful as it, it should be? Do you think our voices is equal as a white person in America right now? That's the question. I think, Do you think our voices is equal? I think our voice is as equal as it could be in the last 20, 30 years. This this moment, this this point, look, hear me out. The number one export musically that's out right now is hip hop. It's hip hop, right? Big facts, right? Chris Brown, one of the, one of the biggest stars in the world. All right, we have no Beyonce, Beyonce, Rihanna, Beyonce, Rihanna. We have voices that that that, that, that oversees but, a lot of different thing, things. But the thing is, though, this is musical voice, political voices, though. We're 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 not as heard, though. I, I mean, but I'm, no, what I'm saying. But you saying my voice is equal, but we have voices that's out there that could ring bells. At those times, we did. She should have been ringing bells. You know, a lot. Uh, I really think Oprah is like. Really, I think Oprah over here doing goddamn safety dash shit, but just on the low. Uh, that's my opinion. I, I, I think that's a thin line. Her voice is powerful enough. Yeah, her voice is way more powerful, and she's not ringing enough bells, so a lot of things. Oh, that I will have to agree with. That. I, I mean, well, 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 I mean, she, sometimes she does straddle the line. She straddles the line between what but Black America wants. Is, why the, why Why is it? Because a lot of times, this, this is what people, black people think of your ass, right? Right now is that we can see is a change coming, right? This, you can feel it's a change coming, right? But until we get to a point where we're we're heard as equal as these other people, then some of some black people, Ben Carson, Kanye West, will straddle that line. Because guess what? They want to be accepted by the other side. Uh-huh. Me, I don't give two fucks who I'm accepted by. And see, and the more people, and I, and I feel like the more black people who have the mindset of saying that I don't give a fuck, and I think that mindset is growing in our community, that's when changes are going to be made, are going to be made, and that's when our voices yeah. will be more impactful, because the more, because everything happens in a domino effect. So now we're going through this enlightenment movement right now with the natural hair thing and the knowing our history and where we come from and what ancient Egypt was actually was really what what Christianity where it derives from and what it really did to black people. We are having more knowledge than the generations before us have ever had. We're becoming more cautious. But because now, but, but I don't mean to cut you off, but why is that? Why why are we having more knowledge now? Because now we have more knowledge that's attainable to us and also because we're I think we're going through a, a place in our generation where we are getting fed up with not having the truth. And now that we are learning the truth, we're wanting to do something about that. But I'm looking for I'm looking for a different answer. The answer I'm looking for is this because we didn't receive that money, B, 
because it didn't receive because black people didn't receive that money. The, the, the money that went if you got reparations, all right, the money that would have went to education, right, to black to those black schools for education, all right. Your parents, your great your grandparents would have stayed in school, probably when went to college. Your you know your great grandparents would have did the same, and it would have it would have been a triggered you know. It would, have, it, would have, it would have been a domino effect. So though it would have been like three, four generations of having that same knowledge. It wouldn't be us today because right now, in the 21st century, the 20th yeah, to the 21st century, is the only time we have, you know, when it's acceptable for kids, black kids, to just go to school fully and not have to drop out to work. For real. But if they would receive the reparations, they your great grandma would not have to drop out of school in the third and fourth grade. Facts. Okay. Also, this 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 facts. I give you that. But the this we're the first generation that actually have a lot of people out. Say what? Standing there doing more things. Yes, this is like the first generation that's really seeing through some of the lies. You can see it was lies that were clouded our judgment. And Christianity took over for a lot of that play. But now we're breaking it down and we're having these talks. So you see you see the enlightenment now because we're we're learning. We're not we're not learning knowledge and then keeping it to ourselves, we're communicating like we're doing now. So and that's why and that's why I'm I, saying I say that to say, this is the best time to start demanding for that, that change that movement so that the next even if it takes for the next generation to get that reparations, just, at least we're demanding it now. So that some way, somehow you, one of our generations are going to get it. Which can create some kind of black wealth in America. Yes, yeah. we can. But I think it has to start with us being the pioneers for it. But I don't think we're going to see the results affect us as much as the generation we're harboring ourselves. But, the generation underneath us is going to be the. the hmm? I mean, I, I mean, that's the point. That's the point. That that I mean, that, that's that's the exact point we're talking about. The point is this, and you know, the discredit the Hodge brothers and all the other damn coons. Uncle Ruckus motherfuckers <laughs> out there is this, this exact point. The exact point is this, is that these books that we're reading and stuff, the Epic of Gilgamesh, all, Jonathan, all these books been out. These ain't shit that just popped out in, you know, in the 21st century. This shit's been out. But the lack of educational funding, the lack of black wealth at that time, during the Jim Crow era, affected the parent, affected those parents. This is why this stuff is important. This is why we fight for it. It's, it's not because it's not because niggas want money today. It's because look, because of this, my grandparents wasn't educated, and I could prove that. Thanks. And that's and that's the whole argument. I don't give a fuck about what you know how much it'll cost America. America didn't give a fuck about how much it costs the slaves. Uh huh. Is this the problem? We care too much about what. You see, that's how they straddle the line again. Listen, the only reason. That's what I'm saying. That's that Kanye West 
Old Squirrel, Ben Carson, they straddle line. I don't know. You should get it, dog. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's going to cause, you know, the American men's. Look, the people that's against it, Mitch McConnell said this. Mitch McConnell said, y'all already, reparations, you already got a black, you already had a black president. Yep. Mitch McConnell said that. So this one on point. Then, you know, then you have these other motherfuckers going on about it. Look, this shit is real, man. I'm not... And I'm I won't be the one that gave reparations, right? I my one my, my yeah my, my were they in slavery? Yes, my ancestors were enslaved. Were they enslaved in America? No, it was in Trinidad, Trinidad, Venezuela, Barbados, the West Indies, right? But yeah, so that's that's what we finding. We find I'm not finding this for myself. I'm not getting no dime of this. Right, right, and that's and that's the funny part is that we're so pro reparations, and we're not going to get any benefits because our bloodline does not rest in America; it rests in the in the islands. So, you know, and that's why I it it frustrates me that black people here don't want to fight for that when we're basically the family that coming from immigrants that are wanting to fight and standing up for it and saying that, no, this should happen for the black people in this country, and we're, we're not going to get any benefits from it. So it's frustrating to, to, to see black people in America not seeing the potential that reparations could have for them. Not for people like me and Richard, but for you guys here in America. Yep. What question is that? Do you, I, I think it's basically... See, the mentality of, of immigrants that come from African Americans that come from other countries that's families from immigrants is that you come here with the I don't give a fuck attitude, right? See, when you see that attitude not get you places here, I believe it, it puts a fear, a fear of being the one to stand up again. So that's what they did with Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and we can keep naming the names. So that fear is still strong. Even though you on the outside, they may seem like they're tough because they want to be in gangs and everything, but I really think the fear in the black man is so powerful that they're afraid to step out and do anything against the normal, afraid to, to not being able to provide the simple the simple things they even provide now because we, we're not really making what we should be making. And we're even on the same level of education as other people in the workplace for the same job, but we're still accepting that. Now, I'm saying not me or you, but I'm saying as a whole, we're as still accepting less. I'm, uh, well, let, let me tell you a story. Me... I, I blame it on fear, honestly. I think the fear that they place in it with all these rules and Jim Crow laws of persecuting the ones who do stand up and say, no, this is not right, that it places the fear. And then by causing the family to separate, too, by, by us not looking at each other as kings and queens, right? To us to be down playing each other now that it's putting fear on each other. So now we're saying, oh, no, you can't do that because I can't. So now I'm projecting my fears on you. So now people don't want to, even though if they believe deep down inside that we deserve your reparations, it's because other people that they look at in power in their own race are saying, no, you can't do that. So they're putting that fear on them. So they're going to shut up and not do it. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I understand. Maybe this story could kind of help guide you. So, I got, you know, if, if you ever meet Egyptian, you know, she's she's Haitian, you know. She's a proud Haitian, right? Sapa say, you know, all, all that good stuff, right? You know, so let me tell you the story. Um, 
and Haiti, there were there was slavery, right? So we gotta understand that. So once upon a time, the slaves, right? The well, the French, the white people, right? They were so they, they were scared. You know, the slaves knew where the the slave masters were, you know, were scared of. So these slaves would meet, right, in a swamp, right, and in the swamp there were these huge alligators. All these these kind of if you have been to the West Indies, all these tropical bugs and animals that's going to eat you up, all right. And so the so the slaves they said, all right, we will come together. Not all of them, not all of them, a handful of them. You came together, right? What what, what was the guy's name, Raina? Uh, it, the the one who began everything was McIndoe. Right, uh, that's his name. And yeah, it was McIndoe. All right, so McIndoe, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell you the story, right? So he was tired. Of, he was tired of these goddamn white people. He was tired of the slave masters. So what did he do, right? He said this. He said, look, if I die, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to fuck you motherfuckers up. As right? a, in mosquito form. <laughs> right. As a mosquito. Yeah. Uh, he said, he said, just like as a mosquito. Now, look, look this guy carefully was. Not everybody was coming to the swamp. Not everybody. But a handful. A yeah, handful. And he, was teaching, and he, and he was teaching the slaves how to poison the white people by using herbs and what was... Uh, on the island. Yeah, gets caught, all right, or whatever. So he dies. Now, fear will, fear will creep in, and it's the fear you're talking about. So what did he do? He told them, I will come back as mosquitoes. And then he came back, and all of the Frenchmen, white Frenchmen, end up getting malaria from the mosquitoes. I tell, I tell this story because... What fear gets you? Fear gets you nothing. And I know a lot of, and a lot of black people, a lot of people like this. We want, we don't go to the party unless it's a bunch of people there. Right? We don't go to, that shit jumping. Hey, bro, that shit jumping, bro. Yeah, bro, that shit jumping. All right, bro, I'll pull up. But. You going to be there, bro? Yeah, I'm going to be there, bro. I'm going to pull up, bro. But that's the thing. We get to, we have to get to the point. And we have a lot of people in this society right now. Right? I'm not the first one to start talking about this. Raina's not the first one to start talking about this. You're not the first one. To start. That's the point. It's a selective group. And that selective group may not be as big as the United States Army. But guess what it can do? It can start something that cannot be undone. And that's the point. That's the point. It's not, it's not usually when you say black men are fearful, right? We cannot say that. And why we cannot say that? Because that guy from Haiti was a black man. Wasn't fearful. We look at all these other people. Malcolm X wasn't fearful. Marcus Garvey wasn't fearful. A lot of people today are not fearful. A lot of black men today are not fearful. We look at what happened in 2015 in Columbus, South Carolina, when the KKK came, and all and a bunch uh, of black men were there. And what? What happened? Whooping ass! Hit motherfuckers <laughs> with two by fours and all. And this is against the KKK. Yes, exactly. Yeah. One so, of the most terrorist, the terrorists of the most terrorist group there is. So the idea that black men were fearful—that's that's far the case. 
There are there are are there some weak minded motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say the whole black men race are scared. I don't know, man. I, I look. I, I, it's, 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 listen, in my eyes, the, the, the amount of women that's fearful is less than that of men, because you got to think about the incarceration effect that a lot of these black men are seeing. A lot of these black men right now, still now, are like multiple case felons. So a lot of that fear is not just project, projected on just off based of past experiences, based off their own experience of being, you know, one more striking. That's it for me. So uh, you got to look at that too. So. And I also gotta look at people who don't give two fucks about going to jail. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, that's, why, that's why I would put it on 50-50. Because you gotta look at the fear because look at the ones who go and um look look at look at the ones who become devout Christians, devout Muslims. And I'm not bashing any religion, but I, I don't see things in a religious view. So you gotta look right, at Right, so I bash any religion too. <laughs> so some of their views, some of their views are not even going to allow them to do certain things. You get what I'm saying? Based off their their, their devout religious views at this point. You by yourself. I'm in the I, look, man. Is it if we go to religion? I tell you what religion for black people to stay away from to leave that joint. And this is why this imperative too. Look, man. <laughs> this is why. I, Cause I'm trying, I'm I'm saying on topic, but I'm also diving to different to different realms, right? Because of this, when we get back to religion, if black people receive their reparations, they will they'll be able to educate themselves. They'll be able to leave Christianity and all the Catholicism shit. Facts. Facts. Because guess what? They'll, guess what they'll learn. No, I'm not, no, I'm not saying that's the case. No, no I'm, I'm saying because they didn't receive the reparations, because they didn't see the money that were owed to them, when, this, when uh, after the Civil War, right, did you know that this, um, the slave owners received $300 per slave? Per slave! This is what I'm talking about. The slave owner received reparations. God damn it! Wow. And so, that's, so when a lot, so when a lot of white people are saying, "Why well, well, I need reparations?" Yo, shit, no niggas got reparations. They, the, the white people received that because the government said we were a loss of property. It doesn't matter. They received money. Three hundred dollar value. Per slave. Per slave. So a lot of them, even though they lost their slaves, they still became millionaires. Yeah. And then after that, they did sharecropping. They got back the slaves to do the labor again. Look, him, let me let me paint a picture for people again. Right? I'm no Picasso, none of that. But imagine this, right? Imagine being a slave, growing up, growing up in that, that plantation your whole fucking life. Right? 1865, they come to you and say, hey, man, you're free. Right? The government said they're going to give you 40 acres and a mule, but right now you're free. Go wherever you want to go. All right? And 
You don't know where to go because guess what? You've been in that damn plantation your whole damn life. So guess what you do? Go back to sharecropping and working back for master. That's my point. That's my point. And if and if and you know if they receive their reparations, they will receive a proper education. That's all it is. And that proper education will leave them for alive from these Catholicism. At this point now. At this point now, right? Yeah. The thing is, right, we can look the history is great for us to learn. And so we can understand how everything came about. But at this point now, the knowledge we share, right? Besides our, our voice and sharing knowledge, right? And, and getting the ball rolling roll for reparations, right? Do you think we can ever achieve our greatness? Um, I mean, I understand our individual greatness. We, we're doing it right now, right? But as far as a whole, you know, because, you know, look, look what they did. Like Wall Street was a whole project just to keep us into the same matrix we're still trying to get out of now, right? They took away the, the fact that we were business owners. We had our own banks. You know, we had our own businesses, right? They took away a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. But before I answer that question, all right, Raina, mm -hmm. before I answer this question, so we just had another purchase called this not called in but walked in yeah all right and it's nothing but rebecca harper yo 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 hello how are you guys hey how you doing how are you i'm doing well i'm just back and ready to attack all so right. okay <laughs> what have you guys been talking about just fill me in a little bit of the summary well i'm breaking down so basically we're talking about reparations okay so reparations been hot and been on the congress why, why do black people deserve reparations? Do you agree or do you not agree? Of course I agree. We're worth like millions of dollars in individual families. Okay. Of at least five people are supposed to get about a good 4.4 million at least. If they had to give every black person in America reparations, oh yeah, we, we are. That's why they feel like they're giving us jobs is just going to uh, appease us at the moment, which it is. Some of us. Uh, excuse my French. Negroes, you know, niggas. Negroes, these Negroes out here. Niggas, the difference. <laughs> niggas. Hey, niggas, niggas. <laughs> niggas. They don't, they don't know any better, so they take anything that's handed that looks better. Yeah, the Negroes are always going to question. It looks, yeah, because it's if it if it looks good, it feels good almost like. But that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, if it looks good, it feels good. Then it must be good. Okay, so I know Raina, and I'm look sorry. At, what is the name? Go ahead. Oh, that's, that's, that's Jamel. Hi, Jamel. Did you hear me? I don't know. He probably did. I don't know. He's a truck driver. Who, know, <laughs> who knows what truck drivers be hearing? <laughs> Man, wow. Yeah, I'm a truck driver. Yes. Damn. All right. But, right, right. All right. So, to your question, um, again, um, can, can, can you just repeat your question one more, one more time? Uh, Jamel. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the question is, all right, with all the knowledge we share about what happened in the past and why we deserve reparations, right, my question was, can we ever achieve our greatness now from the knowledge we have? Even if we're the ones to get the ball rolling for reparations, we would not receive it, maybe not directly, but the generation afterwards will. So, can we achieve our greatness before the end of our generation? 
to be in an effect before we leave here to see change already in the process do you think we can come together as powerful as a, as we can be and make changes happen before our generation over um, I'll, I'll let, can we do what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X did I'll, on a different scale I mean I'll, I'll let the ladies go first before, before I go into my spill okay, yeah ready. Rebecca you definitely go first <laughs> Raina, you know me so well. Right now, you know me so well, darling. Um, well, Jamel, um, one thousand percent. Um, no. The reason why I say that is because, as a collective, we are not in any way, shape, or form mentally ready uh, to take on the responsibility of having a collective whole be together. Um, for one, the prophecy hasn't come yet. Um, for all of this to be destroyed away, and then being able to be rebuilt back into the great black. Or even just the colored people, period, to run this nation or this world in this at this point. And um, I think a lot of us have mental issues um, where we have a lot of psychological issues from uh, slavery and from the mental enslavement right now. So I don't think uh, we're not prepared for it. Uh, so, no. And, and I, I just wanted to ask you a question, Jamil. What was your statement about Malcolm X and um, Martin Luther King? You said something about... Uh, achieving their greatness? Not their greatness, but can we cause that, you know, they cause people to come together for the same cause, the greater cause, even if they didn't agree completely on the cause. They agreed at points to where, okay, your fight is my fight. You see that I'm not going to look at you as the brother who grew up across the street. You're just my brother. So it brought a togetherness. Can we come together before the end of our generation to where we can start to affect of change so that for the generation underneath us can take the ball and already have the ball rolling instead of like us, we're picking it up as we go along. You know, we didn't become self-aware without, you know, breaking down a few doors and saying, no, that's not true, so give me the truth. We didn't become the people we are right now by subscribing in the sense. So my thing is, can we, as a collective folk with our generation right now, our generation, can we start that? Can we start? Right now we're having a conversation between a, a group of like-minded people, but the group is small, and it's always going to be small like this. Even when you see the closest people to those people, it's a small group that they trust yeah, in. The question ever, <laughs> I completely get what you're saying. Um, um, of course, I'm going to still repeat myself. I, I, I think that we're not going to be at a level of, how can I say it? I don't think it's going to be on a level of Martin Luther King or uh, Malcolm X, but I do believe we're already setting the trend of how blacks want to be treated, how we want to be respected. Um, in the world economically and um, just just period. I think we're making statements now with all the videos, with with everything we come out with, um, with all types of racist acts or even um, political disputes between uh, black politicians or white politicians. I think there's a great milestone being put in place now for the generation to know that we're not in the the best state that we've ever been in. We're just at the tip of the iceberg before things get really hectic and real change has to occur. I just, I think we're at the tip of the iceberg here. We, like, we're not there, but we're close to being aware of what's happening to us. Um, and for the children, uh, I think a lot of the kids are just, um, 
on a basic level of understanding what's going on. Uh, they put in their music certain things um, that pertains to the um, issue that's happening in America or pretty much out all over the world when it pertains to um, black people or colored people. And I mean colored people or black people as in Native Americans, Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, um, those people. Uh, any colored people yes. from an area where the sun... Any person with melanated, yeah. Exactly. So with that being said, I think we're just close. We're close enough where we could potentially give the children um, after us just a little bit of the seed to, to actually make a huge move where the structure is so imbalanced where they have to give us money, they have to start respecting us, or all hell will break loose. And um, hopefully that is soon. All right, right I hope I'm not true, but I, I believe anarchy is going to happen before they actually really take us seriously. Yeah. All right. Raina? I, I believe that because we are, I believe that our generation is the generation of truth. Um, that's something that I've realized with, with all of this enlightenment movement that we've been getting with all of the things between religions with the government and, and how the government has been manipulating black people since they brought us here. We are finally the generation who recognize what is real and what is fake. Now, is there a lot of us that are still sleeping? Absolutely. But I believe that us just speaking about it, having conversations like this and and being able to be open-minded to see how it could shift, you know, the black life in America if this were to happen then even if we're able to just drop a seed and allow the next generation to pick that seed up and actually make this come become a reality, I believe that, you know, we are somewhere close to, ha- to being able to have this happen just because of the simple fact that it is a conversation and a subject that's being brought to the table. And eventually, since it is being brought to the table with knowing the benefits that it could bring, eventually we are going to have this uproar of demanding it and the next generation could have it for me i'm all about what's next i never think i'm, I'm i've never been a very present focused person i've always been a future focused person i always believe of what am i doing today i always ask myself what am i doing today that will help shape the lives of myself and my future children i don't ever live in, in the present which may be something that's bad but i never do and I believe well, it's best have, to be our mindset shifted to think about tomorrow and the next generation, then that's when we can really make that make this demand a lot greater than what it is right now. So I think I think us just having these conversations, I think, you know, we, we are getting somewhere. And I believe that even if we don't get it, I believe that our generations will be able, the next generation will be able to get it. Okay. What about you? Alright, this is what I think. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say yes for both. All right, reason reason I'm saying yes for both is that don't be a switch. I don't know what that is, but okay. Right. <laughs> you know they're neutral, you know. They're neutral. No, but my, my, I'm yes for both for both questions. Mm-hmm. Are we, are, you know, are we going to be live up to the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? Yes, and are we going to produce the same amount of change? Yes. But the re- reason I'm saying is this, right? Is that every movement starts small. Right. Let's say in the early two thousands, this conversation wasn't feasible. Right. Exactly. Oh. We wasn't talking about this. Christianity. Yeah. 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 I'm saying, but now it is. 
reason, and, and the, the question when you, you posted earlier, the first question was, can you think we could come together? Let me give you an example. For the first time in a long time, we have people um, that 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 rocks with Haitians that doesn't see that doesn't see voodoo as devil worshiping exactly. dancers, and they're teaming. Uh, and, yeah, and they're teaming up. Listen, hear me up. And they're teaming up with people who are part of Islam. Right, and those people were teaming up with people who are with the the um, the Israelites, the Hebrews, and those people are teaming up with people who are atheists, and all of them are looking at the same thing, and all of them are looking at, look, I'm gonna tell you the cause of all this bullshit. You see that white guy, white old guy over there? He's the cause of this bullshit. But that's the thing, is that. They're different religion, different aspect of people, and we're all pointing at the one person who is corrupting everything. And we're all in agreement to like, you know what? You're damn right. This is the person who did all of this shit. So that's that's to me, that's amazing. And the second point why I say yes is because I look at Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. They were one when they started, they were a face of a movement. We don't have face. We don't have. We don't have a face of a movement. We have the people of the movement, uh-huh. and I think that's the biggest thing. We at that point, at that moment, they look. Everybody was looking for that one person to make that big change. Now it's everybody. Us having this conversation right now, live on Facebook. Now it's being recorded. It's going to iHeartRadio on these multiple platforms. It's multiple people that are having these conversations, and we're not the face of it. They're not the face of it. We're the people of it. So that's the biggest difference. The difference is we're not looking at just one whole. We're looking at everybody. And so the outcome of this and what we're looking for is not just a black person thing, right? It's not just a brown person thing. It's not just an Indian or whoever person thing. This right here is a humanitarian crisis. That's what we should look at. We should look at it as a humanitarian crisis. I've gotten to the point, right, where I've seen different struggles from different people. Everybody's struggles are not the same, right? But I look at the higher up, the people up top, who are who are having trickling effects to the people at the bottom. That's what I look at. I look at Hiroshima, the Japanese who died. I look at Hiroshima. Look, my thing is this, right? Pay what's due. Give people what you owe them, right? Mm-hmm. Let's fix the problem, not just with America, but within the world. Okay. We fix that. We fix the problem. And guess what happened? We'll be back on top. Yeah. We'll live and, a life. And then also something that, you know, I wanted to say right. too, that... Um, every movement that we've ever had has started with conversations. So just having conversations is what will shift everything that's next for black America and for the black world. Because like you said, Rich, now, you know, people are not are seeing that voodoo is not the devil worshiping religion. Um, people are recognizing that, you know, the common denominator is 
the European man and things like that. And all this come from, comes from conversations. And, you know, I will always use, I, I, I always love using the revolution of my people to say that, you know, everything started with a conversation. A conversation led a, a movement that goes down in history that was the biggest and the most, it, it was the biggest and the most successful black revolution. And it all started from conversation. Okay, Jamel, you had your little question? No, I had more, more of a statement that I wanted you to follow up off of. Statement's the last question. I'm difficult that way. <laughs> what I say is, you said focus on the solution, right? And looking at history, because I, I like helping in history, uh, you can see that America was never focused on the solution. It was, mm -hmm. it was really focused on the temporary advantage, right? To cover it up, but the wound still there is never going to heal. It's still there. So they were looking at a cover up more than a solution. Look at, excuse me, look at the big pharmaceutical companies that I use as an example. That it's, everything out there has a, a way to be healed naturally. Our body naturally fights off anything that's foreign. It's naturally there, but we clog everything up. But what we eat, what we intake in it to stop it from functioning to its full potential. So my thing is, you said focus on the solution. When you say looking at America, and, I'm, and this is America we live in now, they're not focused on the solution. That's the reason why they didn't give us reparations. Because reparations for us would have been too easy. If we had the money now, we would have all been billionaires from the business mindset that we have in this conversation now. So they know the money is the easy way out for us. The money is the only reason why we're not on top right now. It's because we don't have those reparations. So they're not focused on the solution. My thing is they're going to be focusing on a temporary advantage to cover up the wound. So with knowing that knowledge, because you can see that in the history of America, how do we stop that from happening? Because all they're looking for is a temporary advantage. Okay, let me blind them with this and cover it up. America's known for all these cover-ups. So my thing is, when you said focus on the solution, we know America's not focused on the solution. Because the money and the reparations is the solution that will put us back on top. Because, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jamel. Um, now, I just wanted to go uh, go in a little bit further with what Richard said. He said he said that um, as it's not just a, a black thing or a colored thing or a brown thing. Um, it's about everybody. It's a, We're in a humanitarian crisis. Is that what you meant? That's yep. Um, I would completely disagree with that. Um, now, I would agree on it with the terms that, of course, everybody's going through something. Everybody in the whole entire world is going through some type of turmoil. Um, France, um, Africa, America, Paris, you know, all these areas, they've gone through some type of crisis. Uh, but the biggest issue for us is our own. And I think that's the issue most of the time is because we're always trying to pay attention to somebody else. Um, we, we suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. Um, most of us, um, and it's a psychological issue that has been ingrained in us from uh, thousands of years ago at this point because we have still yet to come to terms with loving ourselves. Truly loving oneself is making sure that not only you are taken care of, but your family is taken care of, and not only your family, but the person beside you that looks just like you. Um, I think our biggest issues... Um, come into play is when we don't realize we're we're the issue. Um, and most of the time, I've noticed that with 
with our people is that we always want to go outside and take care of everybody else instead of taking care of home first. Um, I really like what you said, Jamel, with the fact that America always puts a Band-Aid on it. Of course, they're going to do that because they don't want to do the long, the long surgery of rebuilding something within. Um, and it's, it's actually a, the, the most, um, how can you say it? The most devastating thing you can do to a person is tell them that you're put back together, but in reality, you're really broken. Um, I wish that we can come to a point to realize that we have to come together as with our own before we can actually go out into the world and actually change anything. It's starting within, not outward. You can't do nothing going outside of yourself if you're trying to change the within. It doesn't work like that. Um, but yeah, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I go in on that. <laughs> well, I, I think I think in a way I can kind of agree with that because we we do have to before we can change anything we do have to unite within ourselves. So I think I can I, I can see where you're going with this for sure. No, my thing is this: the reason why I'm saying it's a humanitarian crisis is that. What I know, right? You want to go? We always. You know, everybody said their history, you know, oh, we did the history, I love history, blah, 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 blah. All right, cool, fine. Let's go deep. All right, so for the longest time, right, before I say the Greece, Greek, Greek and Roman Emperor, you know, emperor, you know people, empire, yeah, that's what I'm empire, before they came to their promised dominant, right, we wasn't separating everybody by their skin color and when if you know, it was like everybody was a human, but we recognized it from a different region. Exactly. You I see what I'm saying? I wish that would happen. And, that, and, that's, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is humanitarian crisis is that I look at that moment. I look at that moment of prosperity, right? And I say, you know what? It's not just black people. It's not just us, right? I look at, you know, the people that happen, um, things that happen in Somalia. I look at a lot of these different places. It, it, throughout history, there's been a lot of a lot of bad shit happening due to the ancient Romans and Greek empires. Yeah, but why can't we just focus on our history, our issues? Because why can't I, we tackle that first. Because guess what? Mm -hmm. What are we in America? No, what are we? What, what do you mean? What are we? What are we? Where is our species? Oh, we're human beings. We're a homo sapiens. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Alright? So we're a homo sapiens. Mm -hmm. Right? So... Yes, Richard. Huh? No, no, no. I'm bringing... Because it's different between... Because it is in the agrothals. We can agree to that, right? Exactly. And, and we're homo sapiens. Exactly. So we have to be clear when we said this stuff. And the other people are more of the agrothals. They said this. They've come out th with this. They've um, had huge studies and huge conversations. And you can look this up on YouTube. Um, we're we're a colored people, more melanin-based people. We are more homo sapiens. Remember, we had that conversation. I think it was last week when it happened. Uh, I'll probably have somebody else. Yo, I had this person in the truck. So this is how humanity was birthed. All right, let me let me break it down for people to understand. Oh, Alright? <laughs> for real, I'm serious. It's, so, Homo sapiens, right? Homo sapiens originated in Africa. Africa. Mm -hmm. That's where humans were born. Homo sapiens. Neanderthals 
And people can say, man, you sound a little racist, is that there? You can say, you want to say science. This is facts. Neanderthals were actual cavemen, right? And they were found. They were pushed north. They were literally pushed north. This is this is through history. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, so we can that, right? So when I say it's a a human crisis, man, saying crisis, I'm looking at the Homo sapiens. Yeah. You look at Homo sapiens. This is what we're talking about. So I'm not gonna say just you know black people, color people. I'm talking about Homo sapiens because the you know. I get, I get what you're saying as a whole. I'm the, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying right now where we at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what smart people. This is the, I ain't saying smart people. That sound sound mean. But this is what, <laughs> this is smart people. But no, no. But this is really what this is really what gets things rolling, right? You got to play. You got to play. Hey, you got you got to play politics, right? Me and Ryan had this conversation before. All right, you want black you want black people to go to this prominence, right? Which type of other, if we team up with other melanated or other people who are struggle, right? Guess what? I'm struggling. You struggling, right? We, we, we can agree to that. We're struggling, right? All right. So who is the cause of our struggle? Uh, we are, really, because there is an age of knowledge. I'm, I'm struggling, right? Yeah. I can't get this promotion, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get that promotion, right? Mm-hmm. But... The new white little girl that came in gets the promotion. Okay. All right. So you're talking about the system now. There we go. I said it's politics. Okay. okay. All right. Systematically, yeah. I guess. There you go. Now, let if we try, we look for equality. Just so slowly equality. I don't care who you are, what you are, your sexual orientation. That's on you. What there you do behind closed doors. There's not going to be any equality. Well, it's just mm-hmm. that point. The mm-hmm. point is that there was a time where it was. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's, so the, the point is saying that there would not but be But even that. then it wasn't. It wasn't. But it, 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 was, it was classification. But now there's more equality now than it was 20 years ago. Okay, I get what you're We could reach that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. All right, so that's what we're saying. If the, the, the Black Lives Matter, the LGBT pride, the the you you mad at that too <laughs> so the, the black people LGBT pride um, the Mexicans um, well I said the Hispanics um, people of the Haitian descent because they talk all that junk about that people of, people of Latinos Hispanic descent if all those group of people come together and say you know what we ain't free we if we we are not all free until all of us are free. Boom. Because a lot of people don't know. In 1965, while the civil rights movement was going off for black people, it wasn't just black people fighting. What's going to happen when when what's going to happen? Um, just just play with me, guys. What's going to happen when equality really happens? Like literally, uh, I would say this is within I say 40 years. 40 years. Um, it's going to be a new America. It's going to be a new standard of what relationships are, mm-hmm. what children can be, what 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 they choose to be, um, <laughs> what what's 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 it supposed to be in schools? Mm-hmm. Little books that say things that children at two years old should not be reading. But that's going to be the standard of what alternative lifestyles are going to be. What's going to happen when everything is equal, and then 
hell breaks loose. And then who's going to be upset then? <laughs> that's equal. That's that, 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 but, but that's the thing of it. Mm-hmm. That's the greatness of America. That's, that's a con of it. But, no, but, but hear me out. But hear me out. Hear me out. You know, and I think you're always against America. But but that's the one thing that's the greatest, the, would be the greatest thing about America is that America will provide that little space where, you know what? I don't, you could be professional fucking Ninja Turtle. If that's what you want to do, you do your thing. I'm minding my damn business. America will be, the way you're talking, America will be so far left. They're so far so liberal. So far left. All right. But do, but. Everybody will have they will have their own pace, their own little section mm-hmm. where they, where, you know, their own little community, where that's acknowledge them. That's freedom to understand that you know what I'm not. Me and my people are not the only people that's living on this planet. We're not the only species. To understand that is to understand that you know what everybody deserves freedom. You have the rights. You have the right to love who you want to love, right? Yeah, but don't shove it down my throat. I understand that. I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm yeah, not disputing you know, that. I'm not disputing that. Now. I'm not disputing that. But I'm saying, you have the right to love who you want to love. Mm-hmm. Right? You have the right to wear what you want to wear. But I'm not making someone make. Okay, this is the thing. You cannot. You cannot sit there with an Adam's apple and tell me I have to call you Mrs. You are not about to sit here and tell me I'm gonna call you Mrs. I'm so sorry. But no, no, no. But it's things. So no, sorry. no. But hear me out. But that's what America does. America said no, no. But that's the choice. You have the choice yes, to say if you can. Choice. Don't make that's, me. That's all I'm saying. Whereas we're talking about absolute freedom. Absolute freedom gives you the choice. I can choose not to like your, you know, way you know your lifestyle that's, is. That's where it goes. Okay, so as soon as you do that, bro, they're upset. But that, that's the point. That's good. That's fine. You can, like you could be upset. That's, there's nothing wrong with being upset. But you have the freedom. That's the thing. That's but all. They do have the freedom. They do have the freedom to do that. Nah, nah, no, 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 no. What's the time? No, they don't. This is the thing. You have the freedom. Real quick, I want to point it out. I got to point it right. The reason why just our country or the world in general cannot be liberal is because, like, I understand what you're saying. This random that was given. I understand what you're saying. You can't force me to see your views. If true freedom is allowing me to understand my views and still respect my views, I'm gonna respect. Yours, but you have to be fine to know that I'm still gonna call you sir, even though you wish to be called missus. You know, so it's like you get what I'm saying because that's my view, you can't force it on me. That's the idea of being a true freedom. Right? That's that's what I'm talking That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is that you can choose to be what you want to be, but I'm I, but I can choose what I want to call you. Can I piggyback off that? Because that's like saying, okay. I'm charging you eighty dollars, but I'm only paying twenty four. You know, you get what I'm saying? Because to have that true freedom society, you're gonna have that freedom to say, "Oh no, I'm not paying that price." And the economy, we're gonna take a drop. Like the value is. See, right now, the reason why we see the separation is so that we can see who's on top to see millionaires. If everybody had that choice. To make that choice, to make that decision, it would be correct. But you do, you choose. You choose who you want to spend your money with. We would see, listen, we're more lenient as a, as a whole, melanated people or something. okay, you do what you want to do. The Neanderthals are not going to be that lenient. They're going to snap. <laughs> and it's going to cause a shift of power. As soon as they see we're equal, right? 
we're on the same playing field as them, they, they no longer have the white privilege. And I'm only saying that because, you know, all of them are white. What? what, what? And once they no longer see that, they have that privilege, right? They're not going to be as lenient as we are. They're not going to say, okay, well, we, we, we're going to get it from the mud. They're still going to want to take it as long as there's power in play, right? And there's weapons that can be created to destroy. There is always going to be that. To see a true liberal society, we're going to see anarchy every day. It's going mm-hmm. to be like living in a battlefield every day because exactly. there's always going to be exactly. that disagreement. If we don't get that right to bear arms and better gun control, that's the reason why they're not being that hard on gun laws now because they see it going that way. It's inevitable so that it happen. They're just trying to make it last a little bit longer while they have the power because they know the power is going to shift. They just want to be prepared for going the power shift to, to force everyone who stood against them to step back down so they can put us back into some type of slavery or uh, matrix or somehow, you know what I'm saying? Because they knew it was just like slavery. They knew it wasn't a long-term thing. They knew it was going to end. That's why Mm -hmm. they put laws into place way before slavery ended. It's because they knew it. They couldn't have that power so long. So my thing is they know what we're talking about is coming. Like the power of being equal is coming. They're preparing for it. Right, and they're not going to stand for it the way we are. I understand that, but they say, "Oh, you're equal as me." So that that liberal mindset, we we can't have a true liberal mindset of saying, "No, you have that right," because they're not going to have that same mindset with us. It's shown. But that's that's America already talked about it. What you said, America, freedom isn't free. We know that. Freedom isn't free. Look at it. Like I said, I keep I keep going back to the Haitian Revolution. I keep going back to Haiti. Look at that. Look how many people had to die. The, 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 they had to sacrifice, turn itself to mosquitoes to give all the French people malaria. Look what had to happen. Freedom isn't free. No. It comes at a cost. It does. But what? But but you're looking at the battle. But I'm looking at the win after you win the war. We're saying our life is not a cost too high. No, 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 no. You, you're saying, you, here's the thing. We won that battle, right? That battle is won. Yeah, that forever will be ours because that battle is won, right? The battle was won, but the war is still going on, right? And they're looking at the war and the whole the game plan because, look, they've been having this communication way before we stepped foot on this planet. What I'm saying, the power... Whoa, whoa, slow down now, slow down. We went to the planet first. <laughs> Jamel, can you do me a favor? Can you explain to me um, what is your perspective on the the time frame in which you believe that everything will become a point of everybody can do what they want, when they want, because everyone has a freedom to be who they want and what they want type of thing. Uh, what is your um, perspective on the time frame that will be in and what do you think will happen in that time frame? I say within the next hundred years, if not sooner. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. What I, what I think is going to happen is, yeah, for, for a minute, like the first five to ten, I even give it a, a full two decades of where it's going to seem like, oh, this could be, this could work. I, and the yeah. decade is really stretching it. But what I'm saying, they're going to look at it because at, at first, everybody's going to come with a smooth compromise and everybody's going to realize, okay, this is how it is. You're you, you're me. I can stay in this lane and I can create my own lane. This is not affecting yours. But as soon as somebody veers off into the wrong lane, right, and make the wrong bump, it's over with because we yeah. show leniency throughout our history. 
we're still showing lenience now with everything that's going right. on. They have never shown leniency in their history. And with knowing that they do not show leniency, we know that even when we look at each other equal, as soon as we step on the wrong set of toes, that ideal that's system, head. they're going to show that they're going to want to debunk our system just to show that it can fail. Let me, so they exactly. can get back at you, know what I'm saying? Let me, get, let me interject one second. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I got to say this. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about equality now, okay? Right? We're talking about equality, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what okay. Saying. True equality. It's okay, hear me. Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Hear me out. How long did it take for us to get a black president? We didn't really get a black president. Uh, well, all right, what is he? He's a figurehead. No, no. But, is he, but, but did he, he win the presidency? And he's not the first. Did he win the presidency? He's not the first. Let's correct that. Little kids, if you're listening look, to look. me, he's not the first black president. Barack Obama, right? The first, the first that we read in history books. Okay, there you go. The first that we were able to read in history books. All right. No, not really, because the first one was in the history book. He was just whitewashed. His skin complexion looked white, but he was actually black. Okay. And they can go in history, you can look at that. All right. That's Jefferson. Fine. fine. Okay. Fine. All right. Try to get to the game. All right. We're going to look deeper. All right. Okay. So, how long did it take for black people to fight for civil rights? We're still fighting. We're not. We're, civil rights is still going on. We're still fighting to be able to say something to the police without actually getting uh, brutally beat up, shot, killed, or even just tasered. I guess. All right. All right. But 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. How many states still have blue laws? How many states still have blue laws? Because y'all do know it's still blue laws out here. I, hear me in. They still no, listen. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it down one by one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So civil rights. Okay. okay? Yes. But, but for for people. All right, baby. All right. All right. We had civil rights for women rights. That women rights, right? Oh God, that was white women. Hey, uh, uh, so, 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 Right? Gay rights. Right? Yeah, but that's not civil rights. Uh, Thank God we're we're separating those two words. Thank you. Homosexual (laughs) rights, civil rights is two different things. I didn't choose to be black. Uh, okay, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. We talk oh, about we talk. Setting. We're talking about freedom. Hear me out. We're talking about freedom. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Come on, next guys. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Freedom of religion. Right. Mm-hmm. There was a battle over that. Okay. Now. Technically, that should be wiped out completely, but I'm not gonna get on that subject. I don't want to get on religion because yeah. if I get on religion, I'll be here forever. Oh yeah, you will. <laughs> Right. I do gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> all right, so, all right, so uh, those those cover elements, right, are people protesting for freedom. Can we agree to that? Okay. What the heck are you doing, Rebecca? All right, yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying is that. Freedom is always being fought for. Always. We look at the Donald Trump when he hit his inauguration, his presidency. We look at a lot of people opposing him. Because guess what? He doesn't symbolize the value, the core values of what America is supposed to stand for. Freedom. 
So that's that that to me, that's what it's just showing. Today, now, that's what we're fighting for. Absolute freedom. I, I, we're not expecting to be, you know, saying oh, just a small little battle and then we're going back to the shadows. No, that's crazy. But that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for gun loss. We're fighting for the people that died in Charleston. We're fighting for the people that died in Orlando. We're fighting for the kids in Sandy Hook. We're fighting for the police officers that died in Dallas. We're fighting for... We're, this, that's what freedom is. Freedom is always going to be people that's going to oppose freedom. It's always going to be people like that. Always. Now, here's the thing. I, I agree. But the only way I see this true freedom working is that we do what we should have been doing. Is take, take it. It's the same way they took it away from us. Take it forcefully. Because it was the taking peacefully. It was taken forcefully in the beginning. And then it was more It was more of smartness after a while. They learned how to play chess and they knew how to maneuver the board. So my thing is, the smartest thing for us to do is when we do get the freedom. But eye for eye will leave everyone blind. Man, no, won't. Eye for eye does leave everyone blind. We have to fight. But what I'm saying, but hear me out, though. Right? We have to fight. But we would, but that's the difference. Because if we share the same land with them, they're, they're not going to want us. They're not going to want us beside them on the same level. They do not want you on the North All right, how about everybody move to Haiti then? We all move to Haiti. Every black person in America, go move here. We all move to Haiti. Haiti is the only liberated black society. Listen, no, it's not, but that's Why the thing. It's not. What I'm saying. It's so colorist. It's so stupid. Well, what I'm saying, but it's black people. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's my point. It's black or, people. Black people. You're right. Okay. Or we move. Or, or we go ahead and move to Ethiopia. Well, this is the thing. If we're gonna have to, if, we're, if, if let's say that they gave us the option of doing that and giving us at least about one billion dollars to have us be able to start our civilization and actually build our own. Um, United Kingdom, in a sense, for our own pe- on our, our own peace of mind to be around our own people. We got it. Um, look at Haiti. Look at Haiti. <laughs> yeah, but they took a lot from Haiti, and and they haven't even given any of that stuff back. But I'm they haven't saying, given anything back to Haiti. But that's the thing. Haiti is free. They're liberated. That's You're looking for all. We're looking for a black society. That's what we're looking for, right? But they're they're killing exactly. them too. Now. Now, let's say, like you said, Richard, they gave us a billion dollars. That's not big enough. I say, just get the fuck out of here. Go make your own civilization. Bring those dollars to Haiti. We can basically rebuild that land exactly. from what it was. Mm-hmm. Or we just go back to Africa and kick everybody out. Well, How about the it? thing, that's, that's the prophecy. When the prophecy does happen, all America will be burnt, and then the new, the new kingdom, which is uh, heaven on earth, will be rebuilt and it will be the land of blacks. Our servants will be those Neanderthals and we will we'll be in position. But that's that's prophecy. So, so what the, the hell? Hold on. But I got a question. What the fuck is it supposed to happen then? When is it supposed to happen? Well, when do we know? When, did, I mean, this is the thing. Prophecy is prophecy because we don't know. If I knew when that was going to happen, I wouldn't be saying prophecy. I'd be saying on this date of this day of this time in two two days. Nah, see, seconds, nah, this is going to happen. But the, the matter is, prophecy will tell you when. Because prophecy is prophecy, it'll tell you. It's of course, 
works. That's that's the mysteries. That's the mystery. Now the time frame, the time frame we already see is coming because prophecies have already been fulfilled. It's continuously being fulfilled. Now the biggest prophecy of them all is the burning. For me, it's the most exciting one is the burning of the United States. I can't wait. Can't wait. Now will I be able to be there? I'm probably not going to be there. Like he said, will we be able to see the union of our people um, before we die? No, I don't believe I will see that. Now, will my children, 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 children? Maybe. So that's why I have to prepare myself mentally, spiritually, whatever, to prepare them for the time frame when all hell will break loose. Because this liberal thing, yeah, that's going to happen. Everything will be free. People will be running amok and people will be doing exactly what they want to do, how they want to do it, where they want to do it, uh, looking the way they want to look, being whoever they want to be. And we're going to be in a society of um, Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. It's just going to be Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. This is the reality. This is the reality. And we're going to live in this time frame and it's okay. It's all right. But, um, hey, don't be upset. You wanted it. And that's the thing. That's the thing. People say they want something, but when you get it, or when you get it, you don't see. And that's just prophecy. Nothing's new under the sun. Everything has happened before. Uh-oh. Nothing's Slow down. New under the sun. Under what sun? You so <laughs> You see, you see, oh, you God. see, look, man, I wasn't gonna I'm do it. I wasn't about gonna sun. do it. The sun, literally the sun. That's what I'm talking about. I was gonna do it, Raina. I was holding it in. <laughs> I was squeezing myself. I was like, oh, God. don't don't go but there. But it's true, you know it. Everything was trying to stop her. I was like, stop, no, no. <laughs> I was no, I didn't want to go there. You weren't trying to stop me. <laughs> Because I was like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Like, every time. I, what, what what you said, Janelle? I said, I just got kind of quiet over here when it, you know, it started, you know, getting real deep. Janelle, what is your perspective of what I said? Can I hear it? I know you was going to say something. <laughs> my, my perspective's okay. You know, I'm always going to be a neutrality type of person. Because I look at it as a whole and understand it. It's always some truth to everything someone says. Mm-hmm. So I find that truth and I hold on to it. Okay, what is your so truth and what your my truth statement? is? Right. <laughs> your perspective. What, your truth is that you're right. It is going to be a time frame where, where it is going to be everybody running the muck door. I already agreed on that part. Yeah. So I know that to be true. Now, to say that it's nothing new under the sun, that's where I would draw the line in. Kindly disagree because change happens, and with change, it's always something new coming. Of you course. see that in mutations and everything, even with the diseases that's going along. So it's it's new things. It's just derived from older things. Exactly. You know, I wouldn't agree with that particular statement. That's all. Okay, so you don't agree to the magnitude in which I said it, because of course, not everything is exactly the same, but everything does repeat itself in the same way. Because, because okay, like you said, you said um, older things uh, create the newer things because it's it. What? How did you say that again, <laughs> Jamel? Because the mutation and just change in general. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh yeah. What I what I what I said it. I didn't know if you could hear me or not. What I oh. said it was that everything is created. Even even with older things, it still it changes over time. It changes like it's a different species of the red bird right now, and you know it, it changes because with change comes new things. To change, you have to cut off the old, right, to become formed again in the new. So you 
plant the field come from something of obedience to be new born again. That's so if you look at the religious point of it in Christianity, to be born again, you're still coming yeah. from the old you. But you, I'm just using that as a perspective. Y'all, we gonna be here all damn night. <laughs> as a perspective, you know what I'm saying? Niggas gotta go to work. At least in the south, the south, most people have been raised as Christians or you know Protestant, whatever. My grandmother is eighty-three years this year, right? And she's a devout Christian. We have these conversations all the time, and she was like, and and so I understand it. It's like it's it's not going nowhere. Like it's you know what I'm saying. But when you when you read it, you can see the discrepancies in a lot of things. But we're not gonna get into that. What I'm I'm using it because it's great to use it. disagree with you um and i think i think i'm just i don't want you to 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 agree with me but i do want you to i want to simplify it just for you to get my perspective on it and what i mean by um that of course i'm quoting the bible when i say nothing is new under the sun because everything does repeat itself the reason why i'm saying that is because um there was communication at one point in time um and those were called notes um messages if you will now, nowadays, we receive instant messages, which is a text message. Now, that is completely different, but that is the same, right or wrong. You're getting a message from a person um, traveling to send it to you. Now, with technology being so advanced now, you're receiving an instantaneous message via ele- electricity, right? Um, or wires um, within the air, correct? what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just new ways of receiving it. You know what I'm saying? It's still the same. It's just a new way of receiving that information. Yeah, so that's that's what I meant. I meant exactly that. It's because everything, it like like the bird, you said it's a different form of a bird, but they had to come from something to be what it is. Um, so on that perspective, I think we, we agree to, to the most of what we're saying. Okay. Well, how about this? <laughs> so fitting. All right, how about this? So, see, I got, I, I got rich. And listen, my whole purpose of that was to get him off of his. <laughs> you can never get me off, man. Y'all can never get me off. <laughs> so we're gonna leave. I'm, we're gonna leave with this. This is one question for for everybody. All right. We went from reparations <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> Equality. And if, if you get a new skin, <laughs> ass under the sun, or some new titties, or some new arms, wait a minute, the wait a minute. It's the same. It's the You still got the same titties, but it's enhanced, and it was still under the sun. Mechanically, instead made under the sun. So the question is this, right? <laughs> I shouldn't have never said it. All right. Yeah, that's just one. All right. I'm I'm going to each person. 
All right, Jamel, you first. Do black people deserve reparations? Yes. Okay. Rebecca, do black people deserve reparations? Do I have to do it? Do you want to be going depth? Yeah. Or you just want to answer that quickly? Yeah. That's a question. I agree and. <laughs> oh, my God. We just did a whole Wait, wait, Rebecca, you said no? No, of course I agree. Okay. Um, I agree and. Uh, I agree and we should also get in the mental state. If we want this uh, reparations and if we're going to really fight for it, which I don't know if we're ever going to get, but I'm hoping that we do one day, even even if it is at the cost of lives, whatever. But I do feel, yeah, I do feel that 1,000%, we have to be in a mental state to receive it. We have to be in a mental state to receive reparations because reparations, I think, is way more than just money. It's um, it's a business type of deal. When you're receiving that type of cash, you're going to have to do something about it. Move in some type of way. Give to your community. Give to your people in type, some type of way. But you mean building the mental state, like mental reinstatement. Of course, we have to. We're we're all suffering from something from from the past. All right, right. Those funds should go into um mental health and counseling, and definitely therapy. Yeah, of course, sure. we need it. We have to get that more in our communities and uh, more you of know, our people. We should apply that as a race as a whole, right? We, anytime you see therapists or mental health, we should apply that because we don't know what we, like, we have issues when. We, the real thing is we have a lot of blatant, really deep down mental issues that's just been placed and projected on us. Okay. Even with ourselves. Uh, well, Raina. That's all you already know my answer. Motherfucker, run me my money. Oh, I'm sorry. It would be run, run, run y'all money. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be getting it. And so, so. obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know I'm all for reparations. Absolutely. So, wow, this is a long episode, <laughs> but I, I like to take and thank my little guest, Miss um, Harper. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, Jamel. Thank you very much. Called in, and y'all already know what this is. Basket say you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Alaska Set. Uh, you can follow us our blog on WordPress. Um, and you're gonna check us out. Always live on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google, wherever you listen to um, your podcast at. Um, hey, Gypsy, you can shout out your social media. Of course, y'all just come through and, you know, slide a good old follow to Gypsy. Yeah? All right, y'all already know how to find me. It's the I Clark underscore motherfucking Kent. Just to make sure you don't put the motherfucking. All right. Yes, guys. <laughs> and so, like, thank everybody for listening. Uh, people who viewing this online, thank you for tuning in. And I already know what the citizens last cassette. And uh, we'll see you next uh, next week. Yeah, next week. Yes, next week we're definitely going to be talking about something that I have been driven to speak about: religion versus women. So, so oh God, that's a good definitely one. Definitely tune in for that. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one, Raymond. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm definitely got to tune in. Yeah, I'm tuning in. Yeah. So y'all stay tuned. And we'll holler at y'all. Bye. Peace and love. Peace, love, and with elbow grease. No, elbow grease or cold.